Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning. Welcome to Berardi and Coke, brought to you by Art and Better. It's a little bit of a shambles today. How are you doing, Jay? Uh, I'm all right, mate. To say I've been up about 15 minutes now because I forgot I'm doing this. Oh, that's that sounds exactly like last week for you and Smarty. So uh, we'll, we, we've we've got a special guest waiting in the wings as well. So what we'll do is we'll get this show on the road and uh, digest, digress into that shambles yesterday. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. And every reason under the sun as to why I stay away from the technical shit. Um, <laughs> I thought that went well. Yeah, it did there for a second, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, we're going to get into what happened at White Hart Lane in a few minutes. Um, but first of all, uh, I'd like to uh, just introduce our special guest for today, all the way from across the pond and then across a huge man last we have. Hannah, all the way from LA. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Can you hear me all right? I can hear you yeah, perfectly fine. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Um, look, uh, what we'll do is, uh, Hannah, we know you're over here for an old uh, bit of a holiday. So how's that going for you? We'll just see how you're doing first. It's good. It's fine. The weather's a bit shit today, but... Mm. Yeah, I mean, you'll get that. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in <coughs> visiting family, so it's nice, nice town uh i think i tweeted yesterday i was walking around town with a beanie on that had the smiley on it and i had like three people do the lead salute at me and nobody does that to me in california so i lost my <laughs> brilliant brilliant <laughs> good. Good, thank you. Uh, if you see anyone in california and they're wearing anything 
Leeds related and they don't do it. You need to run up to them and go, what the hell, man? Come on! Exactly. That's, that's what Jesse Marsh has taught us. Come on. Uh, speaking of Jesse Marsh yesterday, we'll uh, we'll get into where we uh, we are at the moment with him. Um, first of all, I'd uh, I'd like to to just state that I thought we played quite well in parts yesterday. Uh, I want to say one thing is that the, that's the first time that we've been on top all season, in my opinion, where we've taken the lead and actually deserved to take the lead, and we again couldn't hold on to it. Makes a nice uh, change to take the lead, though, doesn't it? You know, for you know, you think, oh, maybe, maybe something will be different today. We actually took the lead when we were like on top and pressing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though we did take the lead early last week against Bournemouth, yeah, that didn't really feel it. like you know, that was <laughs> that was a bit out there. Like you know, um, but what did you make of uh, the? We'll just start with the open and half and just see what you thought, Jay. Um, I mean, I, I was pretty pleased overall. I mean, I, you can't really complain, can you, when you, you're scoring goals against one of the big six and you're doing well and you're you're on top for a, a large portion of that half. Mm. Um, but then, obviously, that goal went in where Melier got completely cleaned out and we all held our breath thinking, well, that's got to be ruled out. Even the commentators were saying, that's a clear foul on Melier. Yeah. And the commentators, no. Well, 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 hit us as well. So then it didn't even get looked at, did it? I I think it might have got looked at briefly, um, but it 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 definitely wasn't chalked off. I uh, you were touching on what the commentator said, and I wrote that down at the time, and I was like, the commentator well, just commented on any on another day that's chalked off. What what's yeah. different about yesterday to any other day that it's not chalked off? But like I, I, I like that's ridiculous, like. If a commentator is sitting there going, Sorry. that should be chalked off, then that should, you know, why is it different, Hannah? What, like, what, in your opinion, made the referee and VAR decide that that wasn't a foul? Because it was Harry Kane that scored a goal. <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't think of that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The England, England exactly. captain going into a World Cup, isn't it? Needs the confidence. No, and it, I mean, I asked the same question in a group chat with two mates who support other clubs and said the same thing because it's Harry Kane. Yeah. And it, I mean, the foul on Melier was there, but Kane even did a shove before he got, like, as soon as the mm. ball came, before he even scored, he did. And Bamford, we had a goal that was disallowed however long ago when Bamford did something less than that and VAR went back. So mm. just again, like we're talking about the inconsistency of VAR. It's so frustrating. The fact that they actually took the time to look at that <laughs> and yeah. nothing happened. It's, I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand what the logic is at this point. It, just, it like, makes you lose faith in the game, doesn't it? Like when things are so obvious and they're just allowed to just continue, nothing gets done, and you just think, well, what's the point then? Who's actually like making sure that the the rules and the standards are actually upheld? Because the people on VAR certainly aren't. Yeah. I, I was looking across when they were showing replays of it, and I was looking across at the far side at the <clears> linesman and. He's looking in line with everything that's going on that's moving towards our goal. Mm. And he can see absolutely everything. It's like, why why isn't he consulted regarding what's happened there? Because if he's the referee's assistant, well, logically, he's there to also assist the referee in making decisions that, you know, count towards goals or penalty mm. kicks or something like that. And it's like, 
what's the point in having a linesman now at this stage? Because during the games, it frustrates me. I, I, it, it, like, it'll go out for a throw. The linesman will see it. it. He'll be five yards away. The referee will be 50 yards away. He'll look at the referee and he'll wait for the ref to put his hand up before he actually puts his flag up. Now, you're not assisting anybody there. You're standing there stealing a wage, in my opinion. So why aren't they being consulted when it comes to stuff like this? It, it's, it is actually starting to annoy me now because VAR isn't doing it. You're not allowed to assist. Uh, take a, you know, knowledge off the assistant that saw it as well. Like, I, where do we go? Like, we've said it before, know. haven't we? I think linesmen don't do anything half the time. They just wait for VAR to look at stuff or the ref to tell them, as you say, they don't want to be yeah. the person responsible for making a mistake anymore. They don't even put their flags up when people are offside. Exactly. Yeah. For delays, that's the most annoying thing, too. Like, they let the play go on forever and then they'll put the flag up. It's. Mm-hmm. Well, the, it's laughable. When, when somebody like Harry Kane gets injured because someone was offside but the ref didn't stop it uh, because the linesman didn't flag, then there's going to be a big kickoff about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 100% agree with that. Um, let's not try and uh, stay too uh, dismal and whatnot. We did score three goals away from home at Tottenham yesterday. So the first goal I want to have a look at is, uh, in my opinion, Brendan Harrison does really well to roll. Um, who was it he rolled to just you know, continue to win the ball. Played forward, I can't remember. Um oh my God. but his his ball into Somerville was was brilliant. Um he needs to be played in a freer role more often, I think, Aronson, in my opinion. Because teams don't know how like they they absolutely hacked him about the place yesterday. Um which shows he's absolutely getting on the ball and doing what he's meant to. But that 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 final ball for Somerville and that finish from Somerville is absolutely fantastic, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, where do you think um, where do you think we can improve in, in and around the, the kind of attacking area at the moment? I know we're starting to score a lot of goals, but we do seem to be a bit shoddy in, in other areas, say, out wide. What do you reckon, Jay? Jay's internet is going in and out here like a yo-yo. I'll go to you, Hannah. What do you think? <laughs> no, I think at what there, especially with um, I mean Harrison, I think he was hurt. He wasn't even on the bench yesterday, but he's been he's gone. He's been uh poor poor Jackie's not been playing well as mm. of late. And then thankfully Adams and Aronson, I think, have been playing superb, so it helps in the middle, but it's just it's I think we saw yesterday, even on defense, um, like Stroik was getting absolutely dismantled as Tottenham were going up their right side. So mm. our our wings are weak in both defense and I think even in midfield. And then I think who we have, I mean, when we play uh, Rodrigo, um, you know, Aronson, uh, I think Willie's been great. Um, there's strength up there, Adams, but it's it's the sides all the way down that are just not <laughs> where they need to be. So I thought we held for a pretty long time and we were attacking well, but then there was like a, what, 20-minute period that Tottenham were just absolutely going down the right side every single time, and it was just open, open, mm-hmm. open. So uh, I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I thought the subs that were made yesterday were questionable and yeah. some of too late and I just wish that there would be some more um, decision making by Marsh I guess 
when he starts seeing weakness happening or a team capitalizing on maybe an area that we're not performing well at that game. It might not be the same area every game, but mm. I just think it needs to be a little bit more tactical decision-making with the subs and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I think the, if we'll get onto it a bit later on. I think going five at the back absolutely killed us yesterday. Um, that they weren't able to handle us in, in, in spells in the game where we were on top. There was that time yeah. where we must have had the ball for about five or seven minutes in their uh, final third. We're passing it around nicely. We're applying loads of pressure. They didn't really have an easy out ball. And then once we went to five at the back, we lost all that impetus going up front and, and it, it seemed to, to kill us off a little bit, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, it's like we're relying on defence. It's like we're sitting back now. We put mm -hmm. more people back there. And I just, I don't think that was the timeliness to make that decision. And I, I don't know. I'm, it's just frustrating. Yeah, I think personally for me at that point, I thought I, I would have just, I would have gone flooded the midfield rather than put five at the back. Yeah. Shore up the midfield where we're starting to slack a little bit, bring on Gelhard and then start to, to plow forward more. Because yeah. they, they, they they weren't pushing anyone forward as much as they would have normally done if they had Son in the team as well. Like Because they didn't have necessarily the same kind of uh, intensity with their out ball, I found, yeah. when they went forward because Son wasn't there. But I, I feel like we, we probably, I in my opinion, I think the way we were playing at the time, we should have gone three at the back, five in midfield, and just start, kept hammering at them. Just just yeah. kept, like, and, and left, say... I don't know Adams if they if you know you needed to replace Rock. I don't think you did. I think if you go to if you go to a three at the back, yeah. you're kind of you're sitting with Rocket just in front. Yeah. So you're you're essentially you can go to a four at the back if the if needs be. And I think yeah. if we'd have done something similar to that, I think we'd have absolutely annihilated them with the final twenty minutes to go. Because again, like I said, I think five at the back absolutely demolished us. Yeah, I don't think Rocket should have come off. Ailing, I mean, he he had a really unfortunate deflection right toward the end, and that probably kills your mental. But I think giving Joffy a minute to play a travesty. He keeps Let's doing that. He keeps doing that. Five minutes left, and he brings him on. What's he supposed to do? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it takes he, you five minutes to settle into a game. Totally, it's fresh legs, and I I just don't understand why he's waiting so long to bring him on. He did same stuff with Willie and then Willie was able to mm -hmm. prove himself so he of course got more time off at the half yesterday but yeah <clears throat> some strange decisions yesterday um, yeah I seem to have Gilly's internet today by the way for some reason but um, you might want to give that back to him because it's terrible <laughs> <laughs> do you know I've, I normally move the router when I'm on here um because I'm upstairs in the furthest bedroom uh, but it's in use downstairs, plugged into the TV, so I can't move it. So I had to turn it to my phone now. But yeah, um, yeah, the the, the subs, uh, Marsh has gotten right recently for me, and then he goes and does that against Spurs, mm. and it's as if he almost doesn't know how to play against those teams because why are you sort of going out there when you're on top? And all right, they pegged us back; it was disappointing. But we were in that game. They weren't. They weren't better than us. There were, there were never a point where I felt we were in real trouble of getting turned over in that game until they made those changes and went five at the back. It was just bizarre, mm. and it killed us. Yeah. It absolutely killed us. It took all the impetus out of us. 
Yeah. We were just sat back then inviting pressure. And when you've got decent players like that allowed to come at you, you're going to concede. Yeah. You need to take it to those teams. That's that's when we play our best football, when we're I mean, attacking those teams and exploiting the space that they leave when they're playing their game. Not yeah. sitting back. No, that's what we did the last two games. We didn't sit back against in the last two that we've won. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why all of a sudden we're making a decision where we put five in the back. When <laughs> I don't, I'll get it. It, it, it screams negativity. Yeah. It screams, yeah. Like, no, you know what? Right? Yeah. yeah. Like if, if 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 he had confidence in that team, the way he carries on talking to the public about the confidence he has in that team, he wouldn't have gone three five at the back and tried to close out a game away to Spurs if you're exactly. if you're that much on top. Like we, we were we were very much on top in that second half for large periods of it. And to to do those subs, it I don't know, I like I, I missed I, I'm still on the fence very much about Jesse. I think he's uh like Jay said, when he makes the right decisions, he makes the right decisions. And then when he doesn't, yesterday happens. Yeah. And you're it feels like, like he's learning on the job, doesn't it? At our expense sometimes. Yeah. And I don't think that's uh, a cost-effective way to stay in the Premier League. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I think, Jesus, you, you, you're really pushing the boat out there. Like, you know. Yeah. How many um, games are we prepared to lose with a guy that's still sort of finding his feet at this level? Yeah, I mean, I know he's like he's managed in Austria and Germany, but it's not the same, is it? It's not. It's a different. It's a different level. It's a different pace. Everything about it is is completely different. Like you know that, obviously, the standard of football is going to be the same across all the leagues. But the 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 pace and and the players that are in this league are are of a higher quality, and you can't just wander around thinking, right, I can do that sub and get away with it at Tottenham, you know? And you're like, mm. I'm sorry, like that. That's not how it works for me, like. No, it's not the same because in both those leagues, you only get sort of one or two teams that could cause you any trouble. Whereas in the Premier League, every team can cause you trouble. Every team's dangerous on the day. Everyone's got good players now. Every team's got a handful at least of sort of internationals. You know, it's it's not like you're playing crap teams every week like you do in some of these crappy leagues like bloody Austria and Germany. But yeah. I what feel the like the, the, there's good signs there, but there's also bad signs, and it's like, is there enough good to outweigh the bad? Mm. And at the moment, it's about 50-50. I think the one good thing, though, is I, I think the relationship that he has with the players is still really strong. Mm. Like, I think yeah. really, really oh, like when we When we beat... Uh, what is it? I've been invaded. Oh, <laughs> 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 okay. God, that is a massive cat. That's hilarious. It's Rollins. Uh, it's huge. <laughs> Child. When we uh, when we beat yeah. Liverpool, when we beat Liverpool, everybody went running to him at the end, right? Mm. For hugs and stuff. Like I, I mean, I remember stuff kind of bad with Bielsa, and we weren't getting results. You could see the frustration on some of the players' faces, and you you heard murmurs of people not agreeing with decisions that were being made and disagreement mm. training and Rodrigo came out and it, I think it really makes sense that Rodrigo is playing like happier with management now than he was playing under Bielsa because he scored what five and four now so yeah. I think he's still, he still I think the chemistry is still there and all the players are still enjoying it and the last two wins have of course meant a lot and now we're on a six week or whatever hiatus but um 
I, I mean, I, I do see the positivity there. I think there is trust in him. It's just some of these decisions just haven't been made well. And it is a relatively young team. Like a lot of these guys that are now starting to play more like Somerville, Greenwood, mm. Willie. That I mean, it's new. They're newer players to the organization. So, you know. I, I, made, a, I made a jerky tweet yesterday about um, – when Somerville scored, Rads will be getting his who needs a striker tweet ready. But honestly, <laughs> I could see that happening if he carries on scoring goals. I mean, yeah. Rodrigo's scoring, but people still want him dropped. And Somerville's scoring. But yeah, we, we still need a striker. You can't argue it. Uh, I, hope, I hope we don't get shafted by the board in January. Well, we've already paid for a striker that we're not allowed to have on the books <laughs> anymore. So if they use that excuse, then they can go and get fucked. We were assured um, that that wouldn't affect transfer plans. Yeah, well, that was two years ago. Um, so we'll just try and pick apart a few positives about uh, the second half. Uh, I thought, um, is it uh, Ben Ben Cor Ben Can Cor or ben, ben Concor or whatever his name is? When he was on a yellow, yeah, I. I terrible with names Hannah. don't worry about it it's fine it happens to me all the time uh yeah i thought when he got his yellow card uh for hacking down aronson i i genuinely thought we should have been in his ear in yeah, his oh, ear non-stop absolutely winding him up you know getting the better of him mentally rather than he was just he was getting away with everything yesterday and it was i don't understand how he got to the 56th minute without getting a booking and then, uh, and then Davis as well, absolutely <clears throat> hacking down poor old Willie Nanto and yeah. still nothing. Like, you know, the, the, there was a few instances yesterday where I thought when we were very much on top, Spurs were losing their head and they were they were firing, flying into tackles. Who's their centre-back? Is it, it was Ben Davis, was it? Uh, um, he's one of the defenders. I can't remember if he's a centre-back or a full-back now. I don't know, but he was absolutely kicking the living shit out of a few of our players at one point. And I thought, like, where's where's the card coming from? What's the story mm -hmm. there? I thought Adams yesterday, um, look, I've been critical of Adams in the sense that I think his passing needs an awful lot of work. Yeah. But his work rate is absolutely phenomenal. There, there's no yeah, getting away from that. it. Like, <clears throat> no, no, I'm not, I'm not knocking that at all. I just, like, sometimes when he... he I've said it previously where he, he'll work so hard to win the ball back and then he'll do a no-look pass into space and nobody's mm -hmm. there and we they turn the ball over again, you know? That yeah. would be my only criticism of him. But his work rate and energy, I like I've not seen that for a long time. Like the, the last person I saw something like that would have close to that kind of energy getting forward and winning balls back would have been Lee Boyer, in my opinion, mm -hmm. in that team. Like and I think if he can carry on doing that and work on his passing, I think he, he's going to be a, a really, really good player. Like, there's already talk of scum looking at buying him. And, and sure, they can fuck off. But there was these rumours going around a couple of weeks ago, you know. So if, if these rumours are going around, they're obviously starting from somewhere. So we need to kind of tie these <coughs> players down. Like, um, Rasmus, when we do get the ball out wide, if he, he gets in good positions, but tends to come back rather than cross it in. Yeah. Uh, I think he needs to just start hammering that ball in and work on those throw-ins, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> How did he get away with some of them yesterday? Even the Spurs players were calling it at one point. But overall, I think the second half, apart from going five at the back, I thought we were really, really good. 
Do you think it was the right move to take Willie off? He looked like he'd got a few knocks, man. I'm not going to lie. He did. He did get. Pardon? He was playing some nice little balls, though, wasn't he? Like the one for Rod that in the gone and stuff. Yeah, like if, he's got if, something if, special. Yeah, I don't think he was taken off for any tactical reasons. I think it might have been. Oh more no, they said the getting... sub was. They said the sub was tactical. Really? Oh, I yeah. thought he was. Yeah, I thought he was getting kicked about the place too much. To be fair, like he got a fair check. It, it were either it were Adam Pope or Phil Hay. I'm sure it was said that it were a tactical sub. Well, if that's a tactical sub, then which I'm, is what I'm we're, afraid we're going to have to go back to talking about Jesse <laughs> about learning in the Premier on the job, like exactly. Um, I uh, I I felt a bit. Uh, I've I've been kind of blaming, you know, Jesse for a bit of my bipolar lately. Like you know what I mean. But I've yeah. got. I've got the same about Rodrigo at the moment. I had a, I, I put a note down here, Spurs battering us on 31 minutes. Rod has done nothing, then he scored. Um, so that, that, that's where that comes into play. So I, I'm just, uh, you know, the emotions are all over the place watching Leeds at the minute, like absolutely all over the place. I'd love some consistency uh, in the way we play and how we approach yeah, games more. and tactics and stuff like that. Um have you got any kind of um, anything that you'd maybe like to say in relation to, I don't know, what we can do in January to improve the team? We've got six weeks off now, like so. Do we do we look to get a striker and a left back in as well as a centre back? I think we're we're someone mentioned it in the in the comments there. We're one defender away from actually having a good back line. Yeah, I think left back. Yeah, yeah. I I want a a striker that's as wants to get the ball in the back of the net as much as Jay's cat wants to get on his deck. <laughs> He's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I think a left back is necessary. I think if we can have uh, another solid defender would be great to tighten that up. And I don't know. I I feel like Jack Harrison goes through these waves. He's like in in playing like shit right now. And I know it's a big thing. I don't, I mean, I, I feel like I can tell when he's not going to have a good game because he just looks at his feet. Like every time he gets the ball, he just looks down. And it'll just kind of like pass yeah. it off. And when mm -hmm. he's like in the zone and he's going to have a really good game, his head's up and he's knows exactly what he wants to do. He's just in a funk right now. So yeah. It's frustrating. He's got so much ability. Totally. Yeah. yeah he's brilliant. On. He just, I don't know. It, I don't know. Maybe it's something that can happen off the field. Like he needs some more encouragement or something like that. Mm. I don't know what it is, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I hope they can uh, find the answer though. I just, uh, Matt Leeds here is putting, I don't blame Jesse. The players fell asleep after the third goal. Um, wasn't that precisely at the point of which he'd gone to five at the back though, wasn't it? So I'm just, uh, I'm just wondering what the story is there. I thought when, they got the third was, goal. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, after that, I thought. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, let's see what they're saying here. Uh, Liam, 49ers putting the money up to protect our position in the Premiership. Well, we'd have to uh, yeah, well, look, if that rumour is true about them buying the club before January 2024, then it's time to put up or shut up now, I think. Um, things are getting a little bit too tight for like, and I don't want to go through last season again. They do have, this, 
they do have a big interest in so i don't know if you guys saw my photos because i live in california so mm -hmm. i went up, um north to the 49ers stadium for a leeds event a few weeks ago and rad showed up at the event oh, um, right. with the uh chief vp something i forget what his name is Prize, uh, yes yes so he was there too right, hey. then, yeah and then i met with the um the vp of communications for the niners and they're going to be trying to put some money into some of the supporters clubs like the one that i run in southern california mm. in the next few months i'm going to start trying to do some events and they want to try to get more americans interested in leads yeah. so they, yeah. they seem like they have a long-term goal yeah, With well, they, they're going to be really happy about the lads getting into the U.S. men's team, aren't they? Because that gives them unlimited marketing potential. I, I can't even tell you. Like, I probably said this like six weeks ago. I was like, if Aronson and Adams are in the squad and they play really, really well, the influx of Leeds fans that you're going to see in the United yeah. States by December is going to be insane. Especially because yeah, well, I, I think the USA team is going to win the group. If you want to be we're, we're all going to be supporting USA when England get fucking turned over in the group. It's nice to hear the confidence coming straight out of you there, Jet. <laughs> have you watched us for the last year, Carl, since the Euro been. final? We seem to have like we, we seem to have gone from a, a decent side with a, a limited manager to just a shit side with a shit manager. <laughs> so, well, yeah, it's um, it's a bit crap. I'm not massively confident but i don't want to talk about england it's fucking shite yeah um yeah. but yeah, yeah i heard a rumor that the uh, the 49ers were looking at how uh, wimbledon moved to milton Keynes and just seeing you know where the leads could go to san francisco no oh. what <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking what time of the day is it this is too early for you to be spouting off stuff like that now at the moment You're talking about satellite towns and stuff like that jesus christ oh jesus um yeah, so look, um overall, um I was happy enough with the uh with the game yesterday, bar the, the loss and the negative defensive tactics at the end. But look, is it a stay of execution for Jesse? Is he is he going to get his shit together while we're away at the World Cup and see what the crack is? Anybody have any kind of thoughts on that? Go on, Hannah, I'll let you take this one. Well, so how many of our players did not are not going to World Cup now? So he has Lots. he has weeks now with everyone except for the two American lads that have been doing all right. And then who else is going? Christensen. Okay. So who's honestly he's been doing all right too. So now he has weeks with some of the players that haven't been playing well for them mm -hmm. to maybe team bonding and to work on their fitness i think a few people are going to be back it looks like click did a knee injury so he's not going to be back till mid what december but he has he has this, this is a this is beautiful he even said in that interview jesse said in that interview late yesterday that he doesn't give a shit about uh world cup results except yeah. for the guy except for america because of Adams and Aronson. So he this is a gift. He has like a long period of time now where he can maybe get them get something good going at uh Thorpe Arch and get these guys in a good mindset and we'll see what happens. You're never gonna get a better season from a manager's perspective, are you? For time to put your sort of tactics into place and your system and get the players to play your ways. He's had preseason. Now he's getting like a second preseason. Exactly. Yeah, they're if even still shit after this. Then it can, only, it, it can only come down to the manager. 
Yeah. He's had three pre seasons in one season. We were off for a month as well, like yeah. mm-hmm. you know. So I think I think if they uh, like I don't know. I think they're they're the board might be too proud to pull the trigger and fire him, but we'll have to wait and see. I like again. I I just think what we were asked: Are we confident about going into games and stuff like that? And it's like you know. Unless we end up in the bottom yeah. three, Carl, five yeah. points adrift, we ain't, he ain't getting sacked. No. I hate no chance. That. It's true, though. He ain't yeah. getting sacked. They won't sack it, him. We've got faith in him. And there's mm. there's all this kind of buy-in, like he's the first American manager in whatever amount of time in the, you know, if he were to get sacked because poor performance, that's going to set back American coaches and maybe even American players for 10, 15 years. And, mm. you know, now that Leeds have a massive stake and uh, the Niners have a massive stake in Leeds. Mm. There's, there's just a lot of, there's a lot of factors there. And it's it's it, a weird one. It's weird. There's, it's not just like based on performance. There's a lot of additional things. Yeah. You see, I, I, yeah. I, I get what you're saying, Hannah, but I don't think it 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 had put it had set players back at all because like you were saying, Aronson and, and Adams, they're performing at a very, very good level for Leeds in the Premier League. So that that's you know, I I don't think it'd be down to that uh, it it'd put players back a certain amount of time. I I, I do think it will put coaches back a certain amount of time. But yeah. the development of the players is always going to be you know, there they're like they're playing at a good level now. They're play, like the two of your main centre midfielders. I don't think it's going to do any harm to players, American players, if Jesse gets sacked. I think it would do harm to American players if uh, Adams and Aronson were sold by Leeds in two years to the lesser lesser clubs than ourselves. I think yeah. that w- that would harm American players more so than Jesse getting sacked and harming coaches. I think. Um, but I like I know what you mean that in in relation to why they won't sack him. Um, but I I just think the players are the players and they're they're always going to to look to perform regardless. It's just the yeah. tactics that they're put in, in my opinion. It's weird though, isn't it? Because like we we often say, oh, you know, the tactics are crap, blah blah blah. But then we also at the same time say, oh, with a couple of signings with a decent defender, it'd be a different ball game. We'd we'd be getting results from games that we're not. And it's like, do we sort of invest and put full faith in Jesse, or do we not invest and make him make do with what he's got? And who's going to pay for that if the 49ers are taking over and it's all nailed on, it's done, blah, blah, blah? The need to sort out between them and Rads who's paying for transfers because it felt this year like nobody wanted to spend any of their own money. Yeah. And mm-hmm. having spent almost what we recouped. We need to spend something in January and somebody's going to have to pay for that. And I yeah. don't care who it is, but I want somebody to sort of stick their hand up and say, yeah, we'll we'll back the manager, we'll do this. So yeah. they need to work out between them who's doing that and whether it's some kind of deal where Rads pays out and gets it back when he sells or they go half or whatever. I don't care, but somebody needs to step up and decide who's putting some money in and we need some players. Because we're at a yeah. point that we were at last season too, like we had, we I, well, the first season that we came up, we had a decent squad for just coming up and mm-hmm. the money we spent and whatever. We're one or two big player injuries away from like 
we could never win a game again this season. One hundred percent. If Rodrigo got a bad injury, what would happen? Yeah, exactly. So it's like you have yeah. to, you have to, you can't just look at what you have. I don't know. You have to put that into consideration. And this is a business, and I'm hoping yeah. that they are thinking of it that way. That there is a possibility that somebody could get injured for X. Yeah. I mean isn't coming back till January. When did he get hurt? I know he's not one of our like most prized players, but it could happen. Somebody could break a leg and be out for a freaking year. So yeah, that's it. Look at Stuart <laughs> Dallas and how long yeah. he's been out. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's 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 shit. We need we need some investment. We can't be like this. Football fans are fickle, aren't we? It's like before Somerville started scoring goals, most people didn't think he were ready to play in the first team. Yeah. I, I'd not yeah. seen anything from him on his appearances that made me think he were ready. Yeah. I hold my hands up to that. But now he's scoring goals, suddenly he's our most important player. Yeah. We, we need him, you know. But like if he gets injured, then what happens? Because Sinister is out. So it's just heard- there, there is, you know, there's enough depth if everyone's yeah. fit, if that makes sense. But when yeah. they're not, we're suddenly like looking around for under 21s and thinking who can fill in. We just but need like- a couple more. We just need a couple more players. Rather yeah, said so, that it's impossible for us to end up in the same situation as last season. Well, it's not. You've got to spend some money. Yeah, I I think that was a, a that comment from Rads was a bit uh, bit close to the bone, considering we had <laughs> a better a better manager last year, just not the squad. You know, I'm I certain don't... Angus will have seen that comment and been like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so but... to take his he was <clears throat> so to take his Twitter away. Yeah, absolutely. It, or yeah. it needs to have Twitter, but your messages go through the PR company. Like we should no... all keep reporting him when he tweets and get him banned. Oh <laughs> <laughs> it's not as big a deal, but I work for a very, very large multi-billion dollar company in mm. PR back in the States, PR and marketing. If my CEO had access to social media, it was public. I him for like a week before he does a TV interview. This man's <laughs> but really, oh, man. it's not yeah. okay. Brilliant. Have you been enjoying the uh, the blue tick fiasco this last week? Then Hannah, no. as a PR person, it's it's hilarious. The fact that that uh, that you guys see this so. Do you see the um that medical company? Because you know, medical is a joke, and they said insulin's now free. That company yeah. is <laughs> billions of dollars. <laughs> But Rads is tweeting at Elon trying to get attention currently. So I don't know if you guys saw that. No, he he's keeps, what? He keeps re- like tweeting back to Elon Musk when he says something. Rads is like, totally agree. <laughs> oh, man. Elon Musk's buying leads. You heard it here first. Come on. Oh, here come we on. go. No. Start a rumor. No. You're not allowed um, to say anything he doesn't like in the stands or you're banned for life, but it's going to be great. All, all of us oh. will be banned. Anyway. Uh, We'll all be at the bar, like, where are the staff? And it's like, oh, Elon's fired them all. Uh, anyway, that's uh, <laughs> digressing a little bit there. That's, that, that sounds like it could be a totally different kind of pod altogether. Um, if you're interested, we could maybe get it going. Um, from Liam there, by the way, Cal. Yeah. I'd just take a new job with UA for I saw that. Something yeah. with youth football, wasn't it? Yeah, maybe he's trying to poach a lot of youth players to come to Leeds. It's an easy way. Kids are free. Kids are free. Um, So 
just before we finish up, uh, we're going to touch on, uh, we've got Real Sociedad on the 16th of December in a friendly before we come back after the World Cup. Yeah, I'd, pref- I'd have preferred Pablo's team myself. Could have yeah. had a good old marketing strategy there to get the crowd in, say goodbye to Pablo finally. But, Absolutely. you know, what, what do I know? Um, <laughs> Hannah, uh, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Um, I, I know you've had a hectic few um, few days so far. How long are you over for? Uh, I leave the 20th. Um, I'm going to Edinburgh on Tuesday, though. Okay. So expect, nice. uh, expect drunk tweets for the next, like, week from me oh, sad, yeah. so, so more drunk tweets okay okay sad. <laughs> uh look jay thanks for uh getting up and your cat um is is looking fabulous there um he's there for moral support he's there for moral support yeah is that because it's sunday morning and we're up way too early discussing how yesterday was a shit show for leeds is that pretty it? much yeah pretty much excellent excellent well look uh Thanks for joining us, Anna. It's great to see you again. And at a reasonable yeah, hour on. and not on your work break and uh, <laughs> four in the morning. Yeah. Uh, Jay, as always, thanks a million for coming along. And uh, we'll catch you again next week, folks. No Adios. you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent Legion United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke Aftermatch podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.